getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. We're right in the middle of the first week of the year, and in just a couple of days, our first weekend of the year. So let's live it up together. I have a 60 minute O2 bubble facial worth $320 from Spa Rael going out right now. Have a little think. Name a song that has a number in it. A song title with a number in it. So 24 Karat Magic was an example right there. So please don't use that one, okay? There's so many out there. Have a little think. WhatsApp me or answer 8855-0920. You're on your way. Joshua Simon. Kiss What's hot? What's hot? Time to pop off. The biggest news in entertainment and pop culture setting social media ablaze today is Selena Gomez revealing that her next album will be her final album. And I can understand why. Let's jog back a little bit, okay? So in 2023, she released one single single soon. And she clarified this is not part of a new era, nothing. It's just a song that I recorded. I think it's great. I think it's fun. It's just something for the fans. And and everyone ate it up. And a year prior, we had Calm Down. One of my favorite songs of 2022 with Nigerian rapper Rema. And that's where I think Selena Gomez really excels in. You know, doing a lot of collaborations. She's worked with Zed. Marshmello. Like, she has a great voice for collaborations. And of course, she's come a long way since her Disney Channel days. And we've seen all these child stars. They really want to distance themselves from that sound. It's a bit campy, but understandably so. They were very young. So they go for the more intense flip. Something darker, something more mature. And I did like this sound as well, that good for you era. But Selena Gomez has also come out to say that she didn't feel very comfortable doing these songs. She gave us some dance anthems, which were also a bit controversial because she didn't really stand by a lot of these lyrics, you know? And for a while, I've just been wanting Selena Gomez to sing something that represents her values, what she believes in. And I think that's where her ballads shine. Even if she doesn't have the best vocals, right? She sings from the heart, from her story. She's an advocate for mental health. So I think these songs are breathtaking. You know, Heart Wants What It Wants, Rare is another great album. So she's actually going to be focusing on her, her plans to just be a businesswoman and to be an actress. And I think that's brilliant, right? Because she's been getting Emmy nominations, Golden Globe nominations for her work in Only Murders in the Building, a criminally underrated show. It's like 100% Rotten Tomatoes for every single season. But for some reason, it's not pulling an audience. But it's a great show. So if you haven't seen it, worth checking out. And then, of course, Philanthropist. She wants to focus on Rare Beauty as well, her cosmetics line, which I hear is pretty good. I think when she first announced it, I went to Sephora trying to look for it because I did think some of the swaps were pretty cool. But then I couldn't find it, but I think now it's kind of available. I'm not really sure. But I think I'm, I'm good with Selena Gomez saying that. Okay, so her exact quotes were, I feel I have one more in me. So if that is the case, that's fine. Make it count. 
sing from your heart have the songs really represent who you are give me your magnum opus which is why i think artists like rihanna when she stepped away from the music scene that was right after anti which i think was her best album it may not be the most mainstream may not have the most number of hits on there but it was something where you could see rihanna being challenged as an artist experimenting with her sound doing something different and then really marking her name cementing it in pop music history you know like beyonce did that with her self-titled album and then lemonade and then renaissance so i want that for selena gomez that's what i wish for her and, and look i want that even for her peers like demi lovato i want that for demi i want that for Ari. Mm. Ari, technically i would say sweetener and thank you next pretty solid albums i'm curious to know are you bummed out that selena gomez is not going to be putting out any more new music after her next album keeping you company on your way home joshua simon kiss 92 we started the show a little different today i thought why not switch it up right i am giving you a 60 minute O2 bubble facial. This is worth $320 from Spa Rael. Uh, and I want you to name a song which has a number in it. Let's see what you said. Uh, Calvin says Britney Spears 3. Smart. I haven't heard this one in a while. Blue One Love. Okay. Old school. Shout out to Bridget. She said, Lucas Graham, seven years. Alexis says, seven rings. That was the first one I thought of, actually. We got mumbo number five. We have freaking Michael Lutz to rock. 25 minutes. Oh, we should make a playlist of just songs with a number in it. And then something fresh here, we got John Cook 7. A lot of great choices here. You know what? Taylor Swift 22. Yeah, good one. Hey, no one said Spice Girls to become one. Yeah, that's my favorite one. Or oh, Jay-Z, 99 Problems. All right, Jillian. Jillian, our producer's in the back. I want you to just help me pick a winner, okay? Someone who texted in, uh, you're going to get a 60-minute O2 bubble facial worth $320 from Spa Rael. Um, Jalen will be texting you shortly. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92 and our first guest of the year is an Indian-Pakistani couple boasting Singapore's first tandoori burger. Keeping their father's legacy alive, their tandoori legacy alive, uh, Mahmoud's Tandoor was founded by stand-up comedian Siraj Aziz and wife Sarah Parveen. We're going to learn their story of entrepreneurship and how they managed to launch the winner of Halal Awards 2020 for Best Burger, Mahmoud's Tandoor. And I'm keeping my fingers crossed that they brought a sample for me to try. Now, speaking of food, also a chance for you to win an abalone gift set worth $138 from Gain City. I'll tell you how you can win in a bit. Uh, but first, some entertainment news. We're going to pop off next. Take me home. Getting you on your way. Joshua Simon on Kiss 
American rapper and film star Snoop Dogg is set to be part of NBC Universal's coverage of the Paris Olympics later this year. The 52-year-old will be on site in the French capital to provide regular reports as a special correspondent from the Games. In a statement, Snoop Dogg said that he grew up watching the Olympics and is thrilled to see the incredible athletes bring their A-game to Paris. The executive producer of NBC's Olympic production, Molly Solomon, says the superstar will bring a unique perspective to the games. Can't deny that. But I gotta say, I want to add on to a little something, right? Because the last time we talked about Snoop Dogg, you know, I, I showed him a lot of love. And I was actually very moved by something that he mentioned, I think, towards the tail end of 2023. He talked about wanting to quit smoking. Uh, because... The reality is, when you think of Snoop Dogg, you think he's lighting something up, you know, and and it's kind of like synonymous. It's part of his brand. It's it's something that he's very much proud of. He makes a lot of money off of it as well, and it's gone into sort of the the comedic meme territory as well. And and for him, I thought, for him to to go onto social media and say, I want us to. Well, I want to shake off that image. I want to kick this、uh, habit of smoking. I was very moved by, it, and I looked at the comment section. A lot of people supported him as well. They were also kind of like shocked by this statement, and and you know he listed his friends and family and and wanting to put his health first. And I really respected that, and I offered some encouragement as well as someone who has dealt with addiction, still currently deals with addiction. It's it's a messy process, and and I showed him a lot of love, and I used that as a point of encouragement. And I'm sure many people were inspired by him as well. However. And I never got around to covering the tail end of this story, the third act of this story when the other shoe fell. It was a publicity stunt. He ended up promoting, I think, a barbecue pit or something, where it's like smokeless barbecuing, hence wanting to quit smoking. And looking at the comment section again, there were actually a lot of people that said, "Oh wow, I actually quit smoking because of you. I actually." Was kind of using you as almost my accountability partner. That if Snoop Dogg, a guy who's synonymous with smoking, is able to say he's quitting, then I can do it too. So I, I looked at the comment section. Yeah, a lot of people like, oh, I knew it. But a lot of people were also kind of bummed out, and I was one of those people as well. So you know, I, I think when it comes to health stuff, I, I think it's best not to, especially when you got a platform like that. And I get it. I get the joke of it all, but. I don't know. I, I, I personally, just my personal thoughts. I thought it was done in poor taste. Almost there. You're on your way on Kiss ninety two. And with us on the show right now, our first guest for twenty twenty four. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Wow, wow. I'm gonna see my people in the house. You know, you. represent. Okay, I'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Okay, with us on the show right now, I had to have them on. Indian Pakistani couple behind Singapore's first tandoori burger, keeping their father's legacy alive. The incredible couple behind Mamut's Tandoor on the show. Hello, thank you so much. Hello, hello. We have Siraj Aziz and Shira Parveen. Now, Shira, you used to be a teacher. Yes. And、uh, Siraj. You and I actually went to school together. Yeah, we did. But、well, you forgot. Well, I mean, you forgot about me. Okay, what what do you remember? What do you remember? You you want me to say everything or sure? You, as long、uh, as it's like palatable for radio. I mean, let's just say you are on radio because you are so loud. 
You know, they, you're too loud for TV, so they had to put you on radio. You know? I, I was always that wacky person. Yeah, you know, you know but you know what? I think you're in a perfect place. I think you are great. You're sharing a great message. So I think you're, you're perfect, man, bro. Thank you. Okay, what what were you doing in school? Like, what was your? I was like, in mass job? You're in mass com. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then now you're running Tandoori Burger. Hey, life, man. I love that. <laughs> and, and and also, you know, um, uh, we have share over here. You used to be a teacher. Yeah. And <laughs> you left that job behind to open a fast food joint. Correct. Let's go back to the start of Mamut's Tandoor, the inception of this. Because I hear it's a pandemic business as well, right? Mm. It was. It was a very random decision that we kind of took on after realizing it became our passion. Yeah, so uh, here we are with a shop. <laughs> and, and, and Siraj, were you always cooking? Like, I know. Who, who was the cook in the house? Honestly speaking... Uh, who's more of a better cook? Yes. Uh, of course, it has to be Shira. Okay. But I would say that throughout this whole business, we both learned how the ins and outs of FNB are. And I think really, other than good food, it's really just how do you maintain the business of good service as well. And I hear you're keeping your father's legacy mm. alive, Shira. Yeah, so he used to sell tandoori chicken in a primary school tuck shop. So I used to help him out then. And then... I decided, or rather we decided to actually continue on with that particular recipe and make it into a business. How do we go from your father's tandoori recipe in a tuck shop in school to Mamut's tandoor? Tell us about the fries. <laughs> okay, so we have masala fries, of course. Oh! The masala fries are basically your straight cut fries, deep fried, really long, really nice and crispy, hot, crispy outside, soft on the inside. We put it some masala powder and it's a real banger, I would say, in the mouth. But uh. we recently upgraded it, evolved it. We put in some mint chutney inside, we put harissa mayo and top it up with chunks of chicken tandoori. We love it and a lot of people love it. So we, we're really happy with it. This is the burger joint I must take my father to. <laughs> Take he off. won't believe it. Yes. Hey, whoa, whoa, what was that? What was that? Tandoori burger. Oh my God. <laughs> does it, does it, it comes out already. It's like, come out already. It's true, it's true, it's true. My father. What is this? Why is this? so happy. But they're very confused. It's like, huh? Burger? <laughs> but it's tandoori. How do you make it work? And also, it's crispy, isn't it? It's not like a grilled one. Yeah, so we have two versions. One is baked in the oven. And the, this is the second, healthy, healthy one. Correct. Like, on a diet. So called okay. healthy one, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the second version is the fried, deep fried tandoori chicken. Now, of course, I'm going to put the tender, tender music real quick, okay? Because, you know, all this began with your father, Shira. Your father working in a tuck shop, he had a tandoori recipe. I've tried to get my mom to teach me how to make ngohyang. <laughs> it is near impossible to learn recipes from our parents. How did you manage to get the recipe from him? So, I would say it's not the original recipe. We did try it, uh, but after tweaking it and, you know, realising from our customers with feedback that it requires a little bit more of a, a twist to it, we changed it up and it seems to be a hit. Yeah. Is it okay for me to ask, is, is your father still around? Yes, yes, he is. Has he tried? I'm, I'm guessing he has. He has. And he loves it. But he he, loves it. Okay. he still says that his is the best. Oh. <laughs> I won't cross that line. Maybe one day we can have a special where he comes in and just he runs the kitchen. Sure. And we see what comes out of it, right? Posting Singapore's first tandoori burger. You won't believe it. I, I saw the videos on social media. Mm. Mouth was watering. You brought a couple of burgers. Did you bring the grilled one as well? Did oh, we? yes, we did. Yeah, yeah we, we did. did. We did. Okay. <laughs> Because I sometimes a bit healthy, so I take one by each lah, okay? Sometimes, yes. Okay, how would you introduce Mamut's Tandoor to the person listening right now going, huh, Tandoori Burger? 
what we decided with for Mahmud Stadur is it basically it's Indian, Pakistani, Desi food brought to you fast food style. How extensive is your menu? We've got wings, we've got burgers, we've got slushies, uh, local slushies. Wow. Uh, we've got like Ode Ode, but a uh, slush, Bandung slush, Chai Ping slush, Horchaita, which is like a Mexican chai slush. So we're just really trying to push the boundaries of Indian Pakistani, also a bit of Singaporeanism there. And it's of course modern as well because you're eating like mm. burgers and everything. Yep. And and let me ask about your brick and mortar store because sure. I think it's like a little pop up booth yes, kind of situation. A, yep. So the idea is that we are actually in curbside crafters. This is the shop house, and in there it's like a small community of like trinket people who sell different things. And we are the one of three F and B booths over there. Okay, uh, Shira, I'm curious. Going from home-based business, right? Because mm-hmm. I think I heard a bit about your story where you posted on Facebook, this is an image, and then people started saying, hey, I want to try, I want to try, and they're mm-hmm. taking orders. Going from there, you know, online delivery, sending to friends and all that is one thing, but having your own store, running that store, the hygiene of it, dealing with customers and their reviews and their opinions and all that, uh, how, how was that transition? Oh, it was madness. Because <laughs> you all both don't come from this f and Yeah, world. so it was a very steep learning curve for both of us. Uh, we mm. had no experience in like running a business. Uh, what more like, you know, to come up with new menu items, to price it, mm. and then to learn about like cost of goods and all these other technical terms, how to hire uh, employee. There's so many uh, layers to a business that we had to learn very, very quickly the moment we opened the store. Oh boy. Mm. Alright, well, quitting your jobs, I don't imagine was an easy choice to make as well, especially with parents involved and their opinions on this. It's like, huh, you studied so hard, you got this job and now you're leaving all behind. Well, that's the exact script. Like, it's <laughs> as on if you point. were there, right? <laughs> imagine how it is, right? <laughs> Shira's father, who used to work in a tuck shop in primary school and he had this tandoori recipe and Shira, you were working in the kitchen helping him out. So you kind of learned a bit of his recipe and then you modernized it and out came this tandoori burger. What's been the reception so far from people who are like, hmm, I'm curious, I want to try? So we are located in a place where we also have tourists. So it's been a very interesting mix of the locals appreciating it from all age group. So we're talking about from the kids all the way to the elderly and also the tourists that come by who happen to stumble upon the shop and just be in awe and shock at how um, they like the. I mean, like how amazing our food is. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. You guys should try. Siraj, <laughs> <laughs> can you still eat your burgers? Yes. Yeah, I, he yeah. does. Actually, I really enjoy our fries a lot. You and know, like because in in our in our minds, I think all of all of us when we were kids, we're like, if I own a restaurant, I can eat for free all the time. So yeah. you can just eat in the kitchen all the time. <laughs> I mean, I still always go into the kitchen, just like take a fry. It's like, okay, yeah, still good. Why not? Okay, but what about leaving your jobs behind? Because I imagine that mustn't have. It wasn't easy to do that, right? Um, definitely. I think uh, I, I think we both speak for ourselves, but for me, it's, I spent like four years at SGAC. So leaving was uh, really, really hard because uh, it, it was something that I really, really loved doing. Uh, but I think it was time. And also that I think when my wife came out with this and we both did home-based business, we knew that we had something. And we also knew that we were young enough to fail. Did you? Oh, wait, hold up. Yeah. I like that line. You're young enough to fail. Yeah. Let's unpack that. Sure. Uh, I mean, at that point, we didn't have a kid. Then we was like, okay, we don't have a kid. We have, we are married right now. We're young enough to fail. So why don't we just try? And if we fail, so what? You know, we just go back to our jobs. If we if we can get jobs at that time, you know. But 
I think being young enough to fail was something that we felt like, you know, if we can fail, it's okay. That's a privilege that not many people have. Mm. So let's try. I think that's the is it. That's essentially it. Let's try. Why and not? I really admire that both of you don't come from the F and B background as well. So you have to learn, and you learn by making mistakes. Yeah, a, a lot, lot, a lot <laughs> of mistakes. But I mean, we did have a lot of uh, mentors around yeah. us, uh, family members who are in the F and B trade, mm. um, who gave us advice and who kind of guided us to the right path. And being in that Arab Street neighborhood is also really great because a lot of young F and Bs are there, and we're just helping each other out. I love that sense of community yeah. rather than like being competitive, you know, mm-hmm. and and. With sort of the the tough state of the world and constant bad news on, on when you turn on the news and stuff like, I, I think it really warms all of our hearts to know that you know a couple here in Singapore they left their jobs they're able to start something with a recipe that has been passed down you know like I love that and adore that and I truly do wish you all the best for it. What can we do to support your dream for Mahmud's Tandoor? I think for me to support our dream, of course, a come and eat, <laughs> but of course more than that is to really support all of the local brands out here who are trying to make a name for themselves. If we give you good food, we give you good service, just come back and help us be better so that we can be better for the entire industry. I love that. And let's honour that, everyone. Mahmoud's Tandoor, the winner of Halal Awards 2020 for Best Burger. They're open every Tuesday and Sunday. Monday must rest. Yes. <laughs> okay, please rest. Okay. They are at 730 North Bridge Road, inside Curbside Crafters. Uh, you can also just Google Mahmoud's Tandoor. Uh, your Instagram, is there a social media tag that we can get? Yeah, it's also Mahmoud's Tandoor. Mahmoud's M-A-H-M-U-D-S. Tandoor. Uh, give it up for Siraj and Shira. They are on their way. Always with you. On your way on Kiss 92. Right now, we're celebrating alongside Gain City as their Chinese New Year promotion is back with exciting offers up for grabs. For whatever that you buy at Gain City, you can get Ang Pao cash back up to $3,888 worth of Ang Pao cash back. And you can explore the entire catalogue at gaincity.com. They'll even absorb the 9% GST for you. But right now, just in time for Chinese New Year, I have an abalone or abalone gift set, however way you say it. Okay, this is worth $138. Today's category that we're looking at is IT products. Make a guess. The amount of Ang Pao cashback for IT Products. Jilin Summers, our producer here, has a clue for you. Today's clue is very telling, so there's only one clue. It is the past tense of eat, eat, eat. So if you're hungry, you want to eat, eat, eat. But what is the past tense of eat, eat, eat? That is the amount of the Ang Pao cashback. Clever or not clever? What's that mean now? <laughs> the amount of Ang Pao cashback for IT products at Gain City. Hello? Hello? Yeah, hi. Jeremy, yeah. Yes. Hey, how are you? Uh? I'm okay. Very long now talk to you. Uh. Who's this? Uh? You know what? Uh, I don't know, man. How Who's can this? you don't know my voice? Bro. Uh, is it the Kiss 92 guy? Yeah, the Kiss 92 guy? <laughs> That's who I am. The Kiss 92 guy. I have an abalone <laughs> gift set right now worth $138 from Gain City. Hey, a lot of people message there. Abalone very expensive, is it? I don't know. Leh. I vegetarian. Leh. Huh? 
Then you want to... Uh, abalone is kind of like a vegetable if you think about it. If you squeeze it, it almost looks like a mushroom. <laughs> I think yes, can yes, uh, yes, For can, Chinese New Year, you take break, yes. okay? Now at Gain City, an epic Chinese New Year promotion is happening where you can get uh, up to $3,888 worth of Ang Pao cashback. Now today, we're highlighting the IT products. What is the amount of Ang Pao cashback? The clue is the past tense of eat, eat, eat. Yes. What's the answer? Eat, eat, eat. Is correct. <laughs> Wow. Wait, is this a scam, right? Huh? Is this a scam call? No lah, it's not a scam call. This is Real Kiss 92. I show you my work pass. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. What's your favorite radio station? Kiss 92. Don't worry. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss 92. Hot. What's hot? Time to pop off. You won't believe this, but two horror movies starring Mickey Mouse, are set to be released later this year. The announcement comes barely 24 hours after Disney's copyright on the earliest version of the iconic character entered public domain. Mickey's Mouse Trap will feature a masked killer dressed as Mickey stalking people at an amusement arcade. The other project, which is still untitled, is also a low-budget horror comedy and will be directed by award-winning filmmaker Stephen Lamorte. The expiration of the copyright means the public is allowed to use only the initial versions of Mickey from the 1928 animated movie Steamboat Willie. Disney says it will continue to protect its rights in the more modern versions that remain subject to copyright. Now. If you think Josh is the big horror guy, he must be super excited to go see this. Honestly, was rolling my eyes when I read the headlines. I grew up watching Scream, the Halloween movies by John Carpenter. I have great respect for the horror masters of the film industry, right? From Nightmare on Elm Street to Friday the 13th. I adore these movies. I study the craft of these movies. I love a good spook. And even some B-grade slashers that try to honor the ones that came before. I'm cool with watching them as well. But we faced this a couple of years ago, didn't we? When the Winnie the Pooh license also went to public domain. We had a bunch of slasher fests that came out, exploitative. And it was so poorly done. Zero thought into the script. The acting was terrible. No suspense. Even the kills were uninspired. Like, I thought we were going to get, like, a grindhouse, really intense kind of... No, it was it was just a quick cash grab, and this is essentially what's going to happen as well. And I really don't like it when you take, uh, like, childhood icons that call back to a sense of a... That sense of wonder, that more gentler time, especially since Steamboat Willie is the first time we ever saw Mickey Mouse, and you're taking that and you're crapping on the legacy. I completely understand why Disney is feeling very protective of its licenses right now. I don't know how this happened, that they have lost the license for this or how it expired. Uh, but that's not what I want for our favorite like Disney characters in time. That's not what I want for a lot of things that we grew up with. For, so the horror world to take that and then crap on his legacy like that's not going to be helpful either to the horror genre because there are some truly incredible people doing something great in the genre and 
the fact that when a, a movie like this with Mickey Mouse as a mass killer gets all the headlines, everyone starts reporting about it. When actually the movie, the product itself, is a quick cash grab, these movie companies are paying just a couple of hundred dollars to film it. Then they're making millions of dollars from it. I think we have every right to be like, "Yo, that's not cool." You're not just on the way. You're on your way. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Hanging out with Sean Rick Hu, who's Ooh. in the studio. Okay, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year. What are your New Year's resolutions for the year? Because oh. 2023 was also the first time you joined us here at Kiss 92. Yeah. So, some personal goals, some career goals as well with your show. With the show, actually, um, you know what? I, I want to have more guests on the show. I want to explore the... Uh, I, I really like combat sports, so I do want to have more guests in that world. Uh, the friends in the industry, uh, the entertainment industry, I would love to talk to them just to catch up and hang out. Also, I want to... Like, we were talking uh, about food stuff, right? I'll do more stuff with you. All the time. All, All the, time. the time. We always talk about food. We're always eating something. We have a lot of opinions on the things that we love eating. That's so uh, maybe we can do like a little food segment together yes, you and yes, I, yes, I think. Yes. keeping our fingers crossed for that um, i want to i want to see what what uh what the listener thinks I, I i think the listener wants us to fly around the world as well and yes. make food videos and with a client that is sponsoring correct especially uh uh different kinds of tourism board please uh, hit us up expedia you know oh. can work with us i would love to air asia let's go sq qatar i'm making the sound of airplanes contest Shout out to all of y'all. Send Josh and Sean Rick. Sean Rick and Josh. Yes. Overseas to eat. Whoa. And then talk about it. I love it. I love that idea. Isn't that nice? <laughs> Someone has that job. Someone has that job. And we're about to take that no, job. Actually, I've, I've, I've met people here in, in I think, Straits Times. They have like yeah. a food critic, whatever. Hey, not bad on huh, their job. They just go around, eat food, and say, nice, not nice. Like that. <laughs> I love, paid it. For it, like. I love it. I love it. I mean, I've done that. We've done our fair share, right? But what happens when the two powers combine? More with Sean Riku in just a bit. Look at us just manifesting. On your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. I know we talked about some New Year's resolutions yeah. uh, when it came to the show itself. But yeah. for yourself, what mm. are the goals that you've set for yourself this year? I, I've said this before and I've said this to you also, right? I want 2024 to be oh, uh, a year filled with abundance of of blessings and triumphs ooh, so ooh, I don't ooh. deny there will be challenges every single day of our lives but we want to have triumphs over them lessons learned over them yes. and speaking of lessons I, I feel like there are a couple of skills that I want to level up this year I like that level yeah. up your skill set yeah Okay. Yeah. Do you want to name like one or two? I want to finish uh, what I've been studying so far. Uh, Japanese. I- IT. <laughs> IT. <laughs> Study uh, IT. Do not use keyboard. Uh. No. Like, <laughs> How to use Microsoft uh, Cybers. Office. I, I, I've been getting a bit of interest in cybersecurity. Just what? Very random, right? Because to me, I thought it was quite cool. Cybersecurity is like the 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 police of the internet. I mean, you look like a bouncer already. Hey, just because <laughs> I can bounce doesn't mean I'm a bouncer. Hey, okay, well, but cybersecurity. I'm pretty sure there's a good buck in that. Yeah, there's. I mean, it's also very cool for the future, like learning, understanding uh, IT moving forward, machine mm. learning. That's another one. Um, also, I, I I I feel like it's time. It's time for me to get my driver's license. 
Oh, yo. I tried. I tried. I tried to book a cab, and then the cab didn't come. And I tried to, like, wave and flag a cab. The uh, cab just passed me by. Uh-huh. So I got so angry. Uh-huh. I went straight to Bukit Batok Driving Center. <laughs> <laughs> you did and I, I'm serious. I was like, I want a driver's license. I'm sick and tired of waiting for a cab. <laughs> like, can you tell me why you want to learn a driver's license? I, said, I, 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 I just don't want to be rejected <laughs> by cab. I until I fed up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly those words. And then I went for my classes, and I passed my final theory everything super wow. high score wow. and then they're like okay now go for your eye test and like, I now bring my specs <laughs> and then I just never went back <laughs> it's been three years stop it huh, John uh, yeah. Sean Riku is next what's happening in your show tonight love okay tonight we're bringing um, uh, something new right for Bite Night Bite Night is back tonight 2024 I want to start something new for the entire month of January it's New Year New Me as in M-E-E as in noodles <laughs> Also a chance for you to level up your pillows. Oh, uh, wow. Max Coil's innovative Chantel customizable oh. pillows. These are worth $298. Customizable. Good night, I tell you. Wow, your good life uh, here on Kiss 92. Uh. Night show. Uh. <laughs> on your way. It's KISS92. You have been on your way with Joshua Simon. I hope I earned the privilege of your time. Uh, Today, this evening, we had our first guest on the show, the Indian-Pakistani couple behind Mahmoud's Tandoor, Siraj and Shira. They left their jobs as an SGAG writer, as a stand-up comedian and a teacher to run a burger joint, Singapore's first tandoori burger, keeping their father's recipe for tandoori chicken alive. Go check them out. They won the Halal Awards for 2020 for Best Burger, 730 North Bridge Road. It's inside Curbside Crafters. It's a hit burger joint. Great reviews. And tomorrow... Another chance at $130 worth of abalone from Gain City. Also, a 60-minute O2 bubble facial worth $320 from Spa Rael. Sean Riku takes over next. You're on your way with Joshua Simon.